yeah, 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 boy. You already know what time it is. Fact Check Podcast. It's your man Frankie Grimes. Got my man Fly Fonzie in the house. Brought to you by FCLG, First Class Lifestyle Group, and the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. You dig? Back for another week. Yes, sir. How you feeling, bro? I'm good. Yourself? I'm fucked up right now, man. I ate something foul last night. They got me all fucked up. I haven't eaten a day. I threw up twice. Feel like shit, man. We gonna hold it down because we said we was gonna hold it down, man. This is the first official episode of the Fact Check Podcast. We yeah. really don't even know what the fuck this shit is yet. We still working through the kinks. But if you have any requests, if you want us to cover anything, any topics, anything like that, feel free to shoot us an email at mdmalifestyle at gmail.com. You dig. This shit is streaming on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, Podomatic, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and wherever your funky ass get your motherfucking podcast at. You feel me? We global. So, how you want to kick shit off today, bro? Want to start with the malice in the palace? Fifteen year anniversary of the malice at the palace. Why don't you break that down for the people? Let them niggas know what that. Y'all don't know what the malice in the palace was. It was a fight between the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers. Back Mm. when the Pacers was like a show enough powerhouse team. They were they were the best team in the East. (laughs) That was the team going at it with with Kobe and Shaq. They was getting Iverson out of here. Well, it. It was just a whole thing, man. Like, was Reggie Miller on that team? When was that? That was '04. Yeah, would he have been on that team? I wonder if Reggie Miller stopped playing. Reggie. Anyway, man, uh, what happened was motherfucking. The game is basically over. The fucking, um, I believe the Pacers were up by like 14, 15 points. Ben Wallace goes in for a wide open layup. Ron Artest fouls him with the fucking, I think he hug fouled him, you know, to stop the layup and shit. But it wasn't super duper duper aggressive, especially if you know Ron, you feel me? Well, anyway, Ben took that shit to heart. They start swinging on each other. Little melee breaks out, but it's contained. It's nothing serious, right? So after that, fucking Ron goes over to the scores table and just basically lays down. Calm it down, and they the fans wanted to hit it. Yeah, one fan apparently didn't take too kindly to that shit, and chucks a forty ounce Coca Cola filled to the brim, about twenty or so owls down yeah. to the scores table, hits him right on the fucking chest. <laughs> <yo. laughs> now impeccable aim. With yeah, the, that shit the was awesome. <laughs> cool. I'm not gonna lie, like it was a fucked up thing to do, but yeah, that shit was awesome, yo. So. From there, Ron proceeds to jump in the crowd and look for the nigga that threw the coke. And amazingly, he spots him, but I think he got it uh, fucked up. Like, he runs past the, the real person that he did somebody, it. He got the real person. And then he <laughs> proceeds. That's what, I think that's what sparked off the whole crowd. It was like, damn, Ron, you got the wrong guy. Yeah, like, you got the wrong him. guy. So then <laughs> Steven Jackson <laughs> has to go in the crowd. Stack five. Yeah, stack five, shout out. Has to go in the crowd to get this nigga, <laughs> and all hell breaks loose, all right? So then from there, I think they calmed it down again. They bring everything down to the floor, if I'm not mistaken. After Ron and Steve Jack, like, annihilate, like, three three white boys in the crowd. Three pudgy white boys, too. Like, I don't even know why they was out there fighting. They was just snuffing motherfuckers. They was snuffing everything. So they get them back down to the court, and then... <laughs> Out of nowhere, a motherfucking, you would have thought he was a ninja. Comes out of nowhere behind Jermaine O'Neal, who just happens to be turning around at the time. And the guy, like a dumbass, puts his hands up like, you want some. And, uh, Jermaine O'Neal wanted some. 
Jermaine O'Neal definitely wanted some that night. And he proceeded to give him the hands. Shit kicks off again. Uh, I think at this time, Ron is like out of the shit, right? Yeah, they got Ron out the mix. I think quick. Ron is out of there. But no, 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 we're, we're lying. He's, he's on the other end of the court, but he hasn't left the court. Everybody's still on the court at this time. And then there's the infamous Jermaine O'Neal Superman punch. Um, which, if that happened today, would be a meme for the next 20 years. You feel me? Mm. Interesting fun fact here. Do you know who was the referee for that game? You know? No. Tom Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> out of all people. Out of all people. I found that shit out today. I was fucking You might set up, that man. up, man. So, yeah, man. Let me run down some facts from this fucking uh, Malice at the Palace, right? Nine players were suspended for approximately 146 games, right? That's worth $11 million in salary loss. Five players got charged with assault. And then five fans also faced criminal charges as well and were banned from life from NBA games. Well, yeah, it had to be Ron, Jermaine, Jermaine, um, probably Ben. Ben. And was there somebody else from the Pacers that was getting it in? It would have had to have been, you Who else was in that mix? Man? Unless they just suspended Rashi Wallace just because he they was might there. Have received, they might have been. It had, I, I, I see them getting <laughs> suspended Rashid. But he was trying to break the shit up, though. But it's still, you know how, you know his, the way yeah, he, if you were he there. was like one of them bullies mm-hmm. in the league. So I guess him getting in anything. And Reggie Miller was on the Pacers that year. He retired in 05. He was on that team? I don't know if he was. Like when I looked at his, when I looked up Reggie on Wikipedia, it said yeah. he stopped playing in 05. He played. For one team his entire career. Yeah, so. fucking Pacers. He's the greatest Pacer of all time. In my estimation. That. I mean, who else would be behind him? Mark Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, that one nigga else? was nice. Uh, Rick Smith? Yeah. He's top five Pacer. And I think Detlef Shrimp used to play for the Pacers, too. You, know? you can't even say Paul George wasn't the greatest. He nah. He was, he, was, he was definitely he was a holding them down. Yeah. Him and Roy Hibbert? Yeah, they, they had a squad. <laughs> he was holding that shit but, down, yeah. Yo, who's the nicest foreign nigga you've ever seen play basketball? You know? Can I technically say Kobe because he's from Italy? No. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that was the easy one out. <laughs> I go with it. Got either be Tony Parker or Manu Ginobili. Really? Because you gotta think the Euro step wasn't really a thing till Manu was doing it. Okay. Like that's and that's that's become a big part. Mm. Of moves in the league now, like yeah, that's it's a get over move, but because okay. I've even tried it myself on the court, and yeah. it's like I wouldn't dare. That's easily you could easily break my ankle. You could easily get a travel trying to. That's what it looks like to me. A fucking it's almost travel. like because you you jump twice and on that third one you're pushing up, so it's not a third step. You're taking off with the third one. So you're doing all right. You're doing your two steps and then you jumping. Is it's that like, what you're saying? Like you, one. Two and yeah. on the third one you're you pushing jump, out. Yeah, that's a fucking so it's travel. Like, yeah, it's kinda, it, it was the James Harden before the James Harden. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I keep getting this fucking phone call from this number, and they fucking uh, I finally pick it up yesterday. I finally catch it right, and I'm like, who the fuck is this, yo? Not like that. But, yeah, hey. I don't know. But I'm like, yo, who is this? And he's like, well, who is this? I'm like, bro, you just called me. He was like, well, you called me before. I was like, yeah, because I was calling you back trying to figure out who the fuck you was the first time. You feel me? He was like, oh, all right, must be wrong number then. So I'm like, cool. The nigga called me back in like five minutes, right? 
So I didn't even pick up. And now I'm gonna call him back so, again. So today. whatever number he's looking for has to be like one off from yours. I don't know so what he's the trying to do is he's doing like I would do if I forgot the number. You just go through the sequence. Yeah. So you're like, yo, all right, I'm gonna go. If it's three, four, five, three, but you don't know that you're gonna yeah, start yeah. three, four, five, zero. All right, but 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 are you writing down the sequence as you're doing it? Because I yeah, am. Yeah, I would. Yeah. All right. He, so he's probably not. He's probably fuck? just like going back through it. Like, all right, I done went through zero through nine. Let me take yo, it back. He's a fucking dickhead, yo. Uh, I'll put a shit out. I had somebody too, call man. me yesterday, and they was like, I'm like, Sunday, I'm cutting my hair, and they're like, I pick it up, I'm like, who's you this? You get your hair cut on a Sunday? I cut my, I cut my own. Oh, I'm I cut to say, what the fuck? I got a bub, I got, I got a bub. Like, I used to pull up on Sundays, like, I don't know. nothing. Yeah, that's crazy. He's actually a, uh, he does it mobile now. Shout out my man Eric. Yeah, hey, he, um, he took one of the like the, the turtle top cargo vans. Yeah. And turn that into a barbershop. Hell no. Yeah, bro. That's what's right, up, yo. You'll pull up on Yo, what's that nigga Instagram, yo? Um, that nigga shout out. Hold on. Man. His Instagram is, I think it's Eric Live Life. Like, that's my guy, man. Like, that's what's popping. And you can follow me on Instagram at ZBlackFlamingo. <laughs> there you go, right? That shit sounds man. so goofy when you say it. Nah, I love seeing that. Because when I see it, I, like, at least once a week, I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this? And then <laughs> I'll click it, it and I'll be like, all right. <laughs> Yo, do he even got see it's like yo, you can't even really tell. But that's mm. inside the van, bro. Yo, get the fuck out of here. Like you see that's you got hard. the chairs. And yeah, you get that's you, hard, man. Like it's gonna cost you yeah. for him to pull up, but Eric live life. Shout out to yo. Like that's my guy, man. I'm talking about that's when true. I used to valet, I would pop his car so much for free. He'd be mm. like, Bro, I'm gonna cut your hair on the on the arm, just so I strength you all. I'm like, yo, bro, I ain't tripping off that. Yeah. And then one time he really stopped me, like, nah, bro, it was a Saturday night. That's why I was like on Sundays. He was like, come through tomorrow. You're going to get this cut. And I'm man. like, yo, tomorrow's Sunday. Yeah. He like, man, for you, bro, if you're going to come through, I just make sure you let me know you're coming through and I'll be there. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, and I hit him. And all, all the strength that he was cutting me for free, I bought somebody with me that was going to pay. Yeah. So. Hustle gang. Yo, real quick, though. I know this is totally off topic, but you know what Friday is, right? Black Friday. Nah, fucking Griselda. Oh, yeah, yo. come on. Now. I was, I want to. I was like, yo, because that's something me and you were sitting here talk about for yeah. an episode. Because I was like, literally sitting down yo, last night. Yo, you want to do an episode on that shit? We can. Because last down, night man. I was like, yo, when my man it. hit me. I was like, yo, I was like, damn, yo, mm. I see what they did. What? Everybody dropped a fire solo project this year. You get what I'm saying? Everybody dropped two, didn't they? Um, yeah. Tanner Talk 3 is this year, right? Nah, that's 18. That's I last year? At, I looked that oh, up okay. last night. Yeah. My bad. Tanner Talk was 18. All right, so I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, I, guess, I guess if you count the joint with Dizzy, you can say Benny hit two. There you go. So, I'm like, yo, all of them dropped two crazy joints this year. Yeah. Like, because I can sit down, all of those are in my iTunes library where mm-hmm. I can just hit that every morning I gotta listen to something off of all of them on my way to work yeah. my work, my ride to work's 20 minutes and I was it's like it's fucked up cause you can't even make a playlist from all that shit cause it's all good you know what I mean that's what I be you can't like I sat, I sat down and did that I was like yo so if I wanted to get it my in the morning what do I want to hear I'm like I can listen to any of this mm-hmm. like even if it's the slow like the mellow stuff yeah. it still gets me charged up right. so but I was like yo, all of them dropped the solo all they their solo joints and they was all fired mm-hmm. so I can only imagine I said, and yo, this kind of comes in, like I said, yo, the marketing genius and that business mind on the West Side. He waits till the fourth quarter, damn near the end of the fourth quarter, to say we're going to drop the the group joint. The group joint. Mm-hmm. I was like, that to me, 
that's almost like I said, because like back in the day, it ain't like you know when we used to go get CDs. Mm. Fourth quarter meant something. Yeah. Like Jay always dropped in fourth, fourth quarter because mm. it was like Jay and X. I want you to. I want you to enjoy your year. Everybody, now it's the summer. Mm-hmm. Back then it wasn't the summer. Yeah. Like, Jay was like, I'm going to fuck your summer up. Yeah. I'm going to let you have that whole summer run. Yeah, because And in September. Summer was Ja Rule, nigga. He wasn't fucking with that shit. <laughs> he wasn't. Ja Rule and Ashanti. Like, yo, Irvin them was the, yo, Irvin them, quiet as kept. They took exactly what Puff did in the 90s with, yeah. with it. And they redid and they made it. That's a fact. That's a good point. Yeah, I never uh, looked at it like that. But you're right. It's the same, um, same formula. But for them to drop fourth quarter at the end of the fourth quarter, they just didn't have enough gangster shit to balance that shit out, yo. Because all they, they did, gangster but shit was wet. Exactly, because it was wet. Like the hardest gangster nigga was Vita. You feel me? The quietest cat, yo. Jai was a fucking beast. Like with the rapid, before he got into the singing shit. Like Vinny, Vinny, Vici, at least the first joint. That first joint. Like, yeah, I went back fire. on that a couple of years ago. I wasn't really feeling it. Like he's not the most. Lurk, he's never gonna be that. Lyrical but miracle, yeah. songwriting wise, he had that. Yeah, I never understood why he was on songs with uh, Jay and DMX at that time. Because, you know, they were supposed to have been that was Irv. I think Irv was trying to put them together as yeah, a group yeah. as well. But so like, I think it was just the Irv connection. It was like, and then they was all in the same building. They was all in Def Jam. So it's kind of like, all right, yo, this the new guy, like. Y'all run with Irv as well, so we gotta bring him in. We gotta make sure he get out, and that's that's that's, that's when you calling in the favors. Yo, like we yo. should do a, a show on like projects that never came out, like that, and um, like the commission and shit, make shit like that. The com- yo, the commission came out. Ain't no telling, bro. Let's keep it rolling, though, son. <clears throat> yeah, cause I can get it. You we get it to that. That's a. Evolution so, of hip hop producers in the past twenty years. What do you mean by evolution of oh, hip hop producers in the past twenty years? It's like I was saying, we both make beats, and you know how back in it, like now, it's you can sit, you can sell a lot of beats easy and fast. I but, wish, but okay, I'm, you, I'm but rolling. you can sell them faster. <laughs> it's with the internet is and social media is more access to people yeah. than it was, let's say in a. 2001 mm. like 2000 when I first started getting into making beats and then it's even like the technology even played a part in it back then if you didn't have $2,500 $3,000 to get an MP mm. you really couldn't make beats right like it was just a, a thing you wanted to do mm. like if you didn't have like you had to have big machines hardware to record anything yeah so with the the technology I can sit on my computer and do it mm-hmm. like I don't need $2,500 beat machine. Yeah. But also what happened was it watered down the market because you got to think, like Pharrell and them probably still making their money now, but mm-hmm. back then if you were Pharrell, a Timbo, a Ye, a Just Blaze, you had you was getting like fifty to 100000 to get in the studio with you right. before you even bought something. Oh, so it damn. was like, that's how they would do it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, it's going to be $50,000 and I'm going to give you this beat. Mm-hmm. It's $50,000, we're going to get in the studio, work on a couple joints. Whichever one you pick, we work out the back end later. Yeah. Like you was getting upfront money and Damn, you was getting a large upfront crazy. and you was getting your back end. So it's no more upfront so money. It's, it still is, but it's not that. Who you think getting upfront money, yo? Yo, I'll say like a Metro gets it, a Mustard gets Damn. it, a Zay gets it. Yeah. Like a lot of these guys, who else? It's even... Like, and what's happening now is a lot of these rappers, when they come up, their producers are coming up with them. Mm-hmm. So, like, like the baby, for instance, like the kid Jetson made, like, 
you say two, three years ago, you never heard that name. Yeah. But now, yeah, you got some bangers. On the beginning of every the baby song, and that's the one that, like, back then the producers didn't have tags. Mm -hmm. So the tag now makes it even be like, oh, Lord, Jackson made another one. So mm -hmm. you know who made the beat. And when you hear that shit six times, and you like all six of them beats, mm -hmm. as somebody that's a bigger name, now you're like, all right, I need to go holler at him. Right. So, but like I said, it's like, you can sell beats online for, I see dudes selling them from anywhere from $20. Mm -hmm up to maybe like three, four hundred dollars a piece mm. for a beat. But that ain't you can you can do that and make money, but it ain't like that, yo, you getting fifty thousand to get in the studio with me. Even if even if your label don't pick nothing, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? I still got my fifty thousand for my time. Damn, you feel what I'm man. saying? That's how that used to go back in the day. That's it's the, crazy. It's yeah. like almost like you gonna waste we gonna get in the studio for two, three days, yeah. yeah. But you gonna Cause that you gotta think out of that fifty thousand, I gotta pay for the studio. The label has to pay for it. Somebody's paying for it. So and they wasn't working. It's like back in the day, it wasn't like where we could be sitting here mm -hmm. and doing it. You had to be in a hit factory or a quad somewhere where you were spending thousands of dollars to be in there for the day. Do you think that disconnect between the artist and the producer is like one of the reasons why the quality of music is trash now? Yeah. Because nobody wants to think about. They say now, like, I, I've always looked at it. Back in the day when you had a rapper coming up, somebody knew what made everybody look at him and what made him hot was that it was different. Mm. Like, everybody had their sound. Like, when you get down from a, even if they was working with the same producers, their sounds wasn't, it was never the, like, Prem wasn't going to give Big the same kind of beat he was going to give a Nas. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, all right. I, you get I'm what I'm saying? It's I'm like, right. it's the same sound, yeah. but he's got to give you still something because everybody's rapping different. Mm -hmm. So he's got to give you more something that's going to go with the way you rap. Yeah. So now everybody goes, oh, such and such is doing this. This is this is hot. Mm -hmm. I want to do that. And that's not. So it's like, you don't have producers that come up with artists no more and help the artists build their sound yeah. like and we're gonna take what I do and what you do and we're gonna make that we're gonna blend that together yeah, and that's man. gonna be the sound like last person I can really say did that was Drake Drake and 40 came up together and kind of made a sound that was at the time it was different um yeah I it, it, it came a lot from I'll say I would say Travis and Metro too oh yeah Travis definitely I tell everybody, like, I've been listening to Travis since Al Faro. So uh, it's like far, mighty far we've come, right? Like, like I saw Travis. <laughs> the crazy part about Travis is how far we have come. And my man, man, we went to remember Uptown again. I used to I told you how I used to work at Power Plant. So a few years mm -hmm. removed from that, one of the guys I used to do security with was managing Ramshead. He's the general manager now. Mm -hmm. So he used to see us all the time. Yo, if it's ever a show you want to come to. Just hit my phone. Mm -hmm. I'll leave some tickets for y'all at Will Call. So it was Juicy J. Mm -hmm. And Travis Scott was opening for Juicy. Yeah, That's how long ago. Where you? Damn, yeah. crazy. Small work. Mm -hmm. So we hit my man up. Yo, Jude. It's it's like four of us, five of us. Yo. He like, say no more. I got y'all. Just pull up. Mm -hmm. Give me your name at the window. Y'all in there. So we get there. And... You remember that bape hoodie Travis had on on stage? Travis had this bape hoodie on. It's the only reason I remember the conversation. I remember the hoodie. We were standing out. Me and my man were standing there talking. Mm -hmm. Travis walks through niggas. 
You know, he's got the hood up. You feel what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, you know how the bape hoodies go up. He's got it zipped up to like head. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't see his face too much. He's got it. And I was just like, I just tapped him like as he walked through him. was like, that's a slick ass bape hoodie you got on, bro. Mm-hmm. He didn't even really turn all the way around. But he was like, yo, thanks. Kept walking, but he walked into the kitchen. And we were sitting there like, where the fuck's he going? He's walking in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So as the show starts and they're like, Travis Scott, he comes out on stage on the bike with that hoodie on. We looking at each other like, <laughs> nigga just walked past us. Like we was, yeah. we just talked. We, how, how the fuck we? And we was like fans of him. Like I said, we was bumping Al Pharaoh. So we like, how the fuck? Yo, I'm definitely glad I got to go to like two, three shows before he got super duper main because he's like, not coming. Remember back how niggas was throwing the ice man. on the stage and shit at the joint? Yeah, he, I, he I, had to go. I, I, I can't see, pinpoint shit. We got to throwing show. like that was me throwing ice on stage, and niggas mm. was like, he's like, yo, turn up with the ice, and other niggas just started throwing ice. Yeah. So my man's is like. How the fuck did you know? I said because I listen to his music. I know the I know what the fuck he's in. He's a wild nigga. Yeah. Like this, he, me throwing ice on stage isn't gonna phase him none. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna embrace it more than anything. But it was like like you said, he changed the sound. Travis, yo, Travis took up, came up like and ran off with the game. Yeah, everybody much. wanted that sound, and it's like even t- like him and Metro, like I like, and that's one of the things I because he worked with Metro so much, mm. like you could tell. Like Travis had his sound, yeah. like, and Metro had his. But once they put that together, yeah. like, that's what the game, that's what the game is. Not still, I tell everybody, like, that's the, it's the Travis Scott sound. That dark, it's real dark trap music. Mm-hmm. It's like him and Mike Dean still, like, to this day. Yo, did you see the Mike Dean and um ah? I think his name is Bank, the producer. You talking about Bank from uh? He's a producer. Yeah, oh, like Bank that be working with Ross and Fab and all yeah, that. Yeah, yo, they was beefing on Twitter and shit. When, when over, was this? Um, like last night, yo. Nah, see, oh, that's, I'm a, I'm a Twitter nigga, man. I be yo. on there. Like niggas be like, you be on Twitter, Hold yeah. Talk to you. Who your favorite producers of all time? Yo, yo all time. Yeah. Or the past two in the two thousands in the past twenty years, nigga. We old, yo. Two thousand. I don't know none of these niggas in the two thousand. I'm gonna still bro. say from like two thousand. Always say just Della Yay. Just, who's Just? Just Blaze. Oh, Just Blaze? In the 2000s? Yeah. All right, I'll roll. You, that's the Rockefeller sound. Okay. Blueprint. You got to think about Blueprint. I said okay. That. <laughs> that's Just and Yay. <clears throat> Is Jesus on your list now? Yay. Yeah. Okay. Production-wise? Yeah. Like... And the fact that he's such a good producer and he tells you, yo, he's a producer and you know that he's a producer. Mm-hmm. When he has a nigga writing his rap shit, like, all right, he's a producer. Yeah, that is like, an interesting feat. And he get he gets he's the only person that doesn't get shitted on for that crutch because he doesn't come out here like I'm the best rapper alive. Yeah. So he, the fact that he, he can say, yo, I work with other writers, he'll admit it. But he's his production has always been his is just a one. Mm-hmm. He can like. I don't know how he does have like some of that stuff like you gotta think there's a whole really a whole generation of people who wouldn't really know who Daft Punk is if it wasn't for Ye for real you gotta remember Ye took the stronger joint you right and made like so there's a lot of people that didn't know who that was you gotta remember they used to show it on like Cartoon Network late at night with the little cartoon videos Mm -hmm. so a lot of people wouldn't have known what none of that was I said yo 
Who else? I'll put Timbo on that list. Uh, not really. I like Timbo's production. Yeah, yeah. I like, but I can't say the 2000s. His run was more of a 90s. He had some joints in the 2000s, but... He's still the GOAT to me. Yeah. He's still... He's up there. Like, all around, like, most original beat-making yeah. nigga I've ever heard is fucking Timbaland. Because what joint did he do, yo? That uh, Pusha T Untouchable. You ever yeah. heard that joint? Hell yeah. Like, Timbaland did That's that. That's my shit. Yeah. That's a Timbaland. He, like, I remember when Pusha was talking about it. I am he the said, <laughs> Exactly. Like, it's like, so, and I and when I heard that, I was like, all right, Timbaland, like, you are the, like, wait, he is the hip-hop. Because that beat was just... I was like, yo, that's one of the beats, like, me as a rapper. I was like, damn, that beat's hard, but I couldn't even. Yo, who made Scotty too hot yo? Is that Metro? All right. The Migos joint? My, yeah, my shit is Metro, Derringer, Harry Fraud, and Alchemist. Yeah. Pretty much, man. I think Metro did do Scotty too hot. But that is an interesting conversation you bring up about how producers are getting now. No more upfront money unless you like I said, and unless you one of them, yeah. like a metro, yeah, they not you not he's not gonna sit down with you unless he's getting something up front. He'd probably be like, who are you? Unless man? he and like you gotta think, but at the same time, the way they came up, mm. like the artists they came up with, are the people who they mainly work with. Yeah, like that's the one thing about Atlanta. That's why, like, as for a producer now, if you can't get down there for real and be down there, mm. like. It's gonna be hard because down there you gotta think it's saturated with artists because everybody wanted that sound. So everybody yeah. that raps thinks, "Yo, I gotta get to Atlanta." But the producer community down there show they show love to each other. Mm -hmm. So it's like, like they all make like, beats together, and shit, right? Man. Like you were saying, like we were talking about Zay earlier. They was like one of the things down there for a producer mm -hmm. is if Zay is calling you, like, "Yo, come to the crib." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like that's if you're a producer and you just getting down there, you down there, and Zay calls you, like, "Yo, come to the crib." That means Yo, you official because Zay wants to work with you. Yeah, like, like we said, he's like one of the OGs of the trap sound. Mm -hmm. So, like Travis Scott, thirty five hundred. That was Metro and Zay. I mm -hmm. love that song. Like that beats. Like, cause even when you hit like the way, like I was like, damn. How does it? And Zay, that's where Zay is. Like, I was like, all right, he gets on that list that we was looking at because he fit right into that sound with no problem. Yeah, like he he threw them. Even if all he had to do was play the pianos on it. It was like talking about that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was a banger, yeah. Did you see the um Verb and Lux battle, yeah? Yeah. I watched that when it happened. For real? You got the streaming that, yeah? Oh, alright. <laughs> I ain't gonna put all that out yeah, on here. You borderline on the dark web and shit. Nah, but, cause um, it's like, yo, it's some, it's a little, it's some things I'm into on that online, like some groups. And yeah, say no more, say no niggas more. Niggas was on there trying to snitch and get the group shut down. But. Fucking, uh, who you think got that? You know, I only seen half of it. But it looked like Lux was fucking his ass up for real. You could go Lux two one, or you could say debatable. Debatable. Man. Like, I'm a Lux guy, so mm -hmm. I always say Lux too. Like a lot, I Lux, a lot of niggas can't fuck with Lux because the thing about it is you gotta watch his battles about three, four times to really catch. Yeah, nigga, I'm not what trying he's to do all so, that shit, you know. Like, bro, I shouldn't be thinking about your last line while you on the next line. You know I mean? Right, and that's why niggas be like, "Yo, you like twerk?" Yeah, because twerk gets straight to the point. Yeah, and that shit be fire. He could like. I'm a, I'm a surf fan. That's mm -hmm. one of like niggas be like, yo, you surf, nigga. Yeah, it's surf. Like not only just 
Like my man asked, they they you know they about to do the volume five. My man's like the small room joints. Mm-hmm. Surf doesn't Surf doesn't do not has never done a small room. Mm-hmm. He's about to go in the small room, but he's going against Reed Dallas. Mm-hmm. Niggas is like, oh, why does he get to pick who he battles? I said because Surf's one of the only people who has a name outside of the battle arena. Mm-hmm. So for him to come and do that, he gets his choice. He you got to play kind of with. He gets to set the tone mm-hmm. because. I don't have to come do this. I mean, does he really have a name outside of the battle arena? He just dropped the tape with Mozzie. Yeah, I saw that. Joints fire. Isn't it? Crazy. Because, like, yo, surf, rap-wise, mm-hmm. he's just a better rapper than most of them. Like, them battle guys. Like, yeah. I tell everybody, and my man, like, are you biased? Nah, New Jersey has the best battle rappers who make actual music. Okay. Like, they, the, the ones that, because they, like, you can hear, the, like, I can listen to their stuff and be like, Oh, all right. Yeah. I can listen to Surf. I can listen to Shotgun Shug. I can listen to Us. And like, Twerk's supposed to be coming out with an album. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be able to listen to that. Like, so, but. Hmm. Interesting. Are you into sports and shit? Yeah, certain sports. You keep up with the Ravens? I, I keep up with them, but I ain't a fan. Oh, all right. Say no more, yo. I, I caught the. I caught the madness last night. Yeah, I was I was gonna hit you with what are what are the excuses gonna be when the Ravens don't win the Super Bowl? Like how is that gonna fare? You feel yeah, me? Well, I said like I don't think these niggas ready for it. Yeah. And people get mad at me when I say, "Yo, the Ravens have some of the most fair weather fans." Yeah. Because when shit's going great, yeah. like right now, yeah, niggas be on it. Oh, yo, I told y'all. Y'all beat the Patriots. Okay. Y'all the only loss we got. Now they fucked the Rams up, though. Right. But y'all, we, I'm a Patriots fan. That's the mm-hmm. only loss we got is the Ravens. That's true, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all beat us. But oh, so that's... Okay. But, but y'all so. lost to Cleveland. Yeah. You got to think about it like that. That's the type of thing. Like, you can... It don't, like, that game, yeah, you beat the Patriots. Yeah, that might matter in the long run. Mm-hmm. But in the, the situations that matter in your division, you lost to Cleveland. Do they play Cleveland again? They had to. Uh, yeah. Like, you play your division team twice a year. Right, right, right. So like, they got to play them again. If they haven't, I don't think they played them their second time this year. Okay. So, it's like, and I say, yo, they keep talking about Super Bowl, yo. You got to play Tom Brady in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. You got to beat Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't know. Playoffs. Brady's kind of washed, bro. He can be, but that system <laughs> ain't going nowhere. That's, they don't. That's the only reason. Y'all don't have any more receivers. But bro. that's the only reason that Brady's good. Like, Brady's a good quarterback, but uh-huh. it's the system. Uh-huh. It's the Belichick system. It's like... You could put any, you put anybody that's a good, that's got a decent um, and can mm. read a defense in that system. They gonna rock. Patriots got good defense too, don't they? Yeah, yeah. that's Belichick. He's a yeah. you gotta remember. He came up under Bill Parcells. Like, that's old school. Like when football was still, yo, I, I can almost kill you on that field when I hit you. Mm-hmm. So. Did you play football? Never. Yeah, me neither. I was like, I played, I played tackle a couple times outside with my friends when I was growing no up. And shit. Right, mm-hmm. hit that ground. Was like, like nah, I'm, I'm good. like, he like my size. Mm-hmm. So if somebody that's bigger than me with pads hits me, mm-hmm. even if I got on pads, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, that's always been my mentality. I've been a bad. I was a basketball guy mm-hmm. until I really started trying like rap. That's when I was like, fuck sports. I saw hoop dreams and was like, yeah. <laughs> Once I seen that and I was like old enough to understand it. Yeah, which one is hoop dreams? Yeah. The documentary about the dudes, you feel me? They was trying like, huh? It was three of them. Was it three hoop dreams? It's the one nigga. It's the one with the yeah. one nigga that um, shoot the free throws like that. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. Right. Like I see hoop dreams, yo. Yo, what the fuck? 
movie was he in? He was in a movie too. After I seen that documentary, yo, and I was like, all right, I'm not gonna make it yeah. as a ball player. Yeah, that's what did it. I was like, when I was old enough and I was already kind of getting into rap. Yeah, I want to watch that shit now because that shit is mad depressing, you know. I went like when I went to try out for my team in school. Mm-hmm. I went to city. Like when I tried out, it was like since I really wasn't part of nobody's clique. Mm-hmm. Nobody's passing me the rock because you got these three dudes. They run with each other. These yeah. dudes, they cool. So when we running the little scrimmages, I'm not getting the rock. Yeah. Right? So I couldn't show no moves. Mad defense. No offense in it because nobody was giving me the rock. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm already rapping. Hoop Dreams already told me you could be one of the best of the best and you still might not go nowhere <laughs> with it. So... Yo, Hoop Dreams is a depressing ass film. Nice. Like, then I look at dudes like from here. Yo, it's a lot of dudes from here that was nice. Yeah. The ones that even went to the league, only one that's... You got Will Barton. He's still in the league. I don't even know who that is. He plays for Denver. He probably, he probably around our age. Is Rudy Gay still in the league? Yeah, Rudy's still in the league. But I know Gary Nell playing overseas. He got rings. Still? He got overseas rings? Nah, he got rings with the Spurs from here. Oh, yeah, that's what's up. Right. That's what's up. That's Towson, right? Yeah. Yeah, my guy. My guy. Right. I was like, say what you want. I think I might be Eskimo brothers with him. <laughs> anyway, um, so you think they try to make Lizzo like the new Missy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a, like, yo, the thing is, I'm a big Jesus and Monroe guy, Bodega Boys. Mm-hmm. Like, I, so I really didn't know who they were. She did an interview with them. Who was them? Yeah, mm-hmm. on, when they had the show on Vice, like, around the time Damn, the first came real? on. And I was kind of like, I don't know who she is, mm-hmm. but we look into her. So I always followed her, like, on social media. Never seen her doing nothing. Yeah. Which is all, I've always seen pictures and stuff like that, like, tweets. Who is this but never really. There was no music attached to it. Yeah. So, like, more recently when I'm like, all right, she's got music out. But how's this? This shit's just going everywhere. Like, yeah. then I realized, they was like, oh, she on Atlantic. All right, that's about right. Cardi, Atlantic. Atlantic, you know, their big thing was the people that was popping on social media, they were signing. Mm-hmm. Like, so they the ones that got, what's the what's the little girl name? Little white girl. Uh, Bad Bobby? Yeah, the one that was on Dr. Phil. Yeah. They, they she signed to them. You so, seen her get her ass whipped in yeah, that uh, studio? Yeah, by that little white girl, yeah, by Wolf Vicky. <laughs> Wolf Vicky. Like, put the paws on her, and they wasn't nobody it's breaking it up. On, yeah. like, that's the crazy part. Like, look just like Dundalk to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why you keep hitting me? But it's like, yeah, they trying to make Lizzo. It's almost like. Yeah, they trying to get Missy the fuck out of here. Nah, you ain't never going to. got to save Missy, yo. We do, yo, because Missy's like. They just starting to give her her flowers and not on the level that she even... Nowhere on the level where female rap-wise, yo. Because she stopped making music. Don't matter. She's got, like, her old stuff. You throwing an old Missy joint now. Yeah, yeah I'm with you, yo. Still but she stopped making music. And then when you come back, you can't come back with no four-song fucking LP. They just played a joint the other day. <laughs> I don't know if I was really... Because I don't listen to the radio. So we was on the radio. Yeah. And I was just driving. And I, I probably wasn't even listening to it because I don't even pay attention to what's on the radio. Mm. So, but. Like, was it Missy? Yeah, it was mm. Missy. Because I remember them saying Missy Elliott, but I, I wasn't even. And I bet you she got a song with Lizzo, too. I'd be hurt. Me, too, yeah. I'd be sick, bro. But that bitch Lizzo don't he, 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 how, he, 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 right. she don't, know? like, she don't really <laughs> rap. Like, it's almost like, yo, you could tell it's put together. It's like, it's. 
Yeah, she's a writing, fucking plant, G. Yeah, That's what you're trying to insinuate. Just say it, wanna, yo. She's a plant. Right. You ain't writing that. Like, it's just like, it's almost like Cuddy, but. My I wife tell, was like, she can play the flute. I was like, that's, that's cool. Fucking, that's all cool. Mm-hmm. I seen a video of her today sitting in the booth playing the flute. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's amazing. Talented as fuck. That's that big bitch win. But at the same time, it's like, Atlantic's trying to do the same thing they did with her, what they did with Cardi. But the thing about Cardi is people liked Cardi already for just being Cardi. Yeah. So it was like, it's not about her being the best rapper around. Mm-hmm. We like Cardi because she's Cardi. She's 100%. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like Cardi until uh, Bloody Shoes. Just nah, she's got this one joint. I don't know who wrote it. It's called like Red Buzz or something, yo. <laughs> yeah, it'll do it. She got the video. Star Bremen the video and shit. Yeah, like. Yeah. That shit hard. I, I don't need, like, yo, my man was like, she ain't, she ain't right it. I bet, I, y'all, like, I bet you I can call my wife in here right now and she can give me like four off of Red Bars. And that joint, but that joint was, I was like, who wrote this? Like, where did, like, this is, this, this, this the same girl that's love hip hop, huh? Did you look it up? No. Uh. I, I didn't. But if what's his name wrote it? Because I know he's the dude, Partisan Fontaine. Yeah, is he like, nice? I keep hearing about that. Like he's got a project out, and it's like you can. He's writing for some other people. Yeah, like, it's one joint. I don't even want to say it, but it sounds like a certain like somebody like a, a lot of people's favorite rapper. Mm. Like it, it could have been a joint that he wrote for him, and he ain't want it. You're like what? Yeah. Huh? Why wouldn't you say it? It's like a Drake record. Almost. It's like it could have been for Drake, and Drake ain't want it. Oh. It's a couple joints where mm-hmm. I've heard the flow, listening to Partisan's flow. Mm-hmm. I was like, he might have been, he might have been. I can't say for sure, but there's mm-hmm. certain joints yeah. where I've heard Drake with the same bounce and the same cadence. Where I was like, and I can see it because who wants to put out their ghostwriter? Who wants to say who's writing for them if they? Would you rather be the famous rapper or the ghostwriter? Depending on who it's for, the ghostwriter. Like Partisan. No, I just mean in general. Like I like I I posted something on Facebook. I was like a lot of people waiting for uh for party next door to drop. Yeah. I said, but they don't understand. He has the, he he gets royalty checks from Drake and Rihanna. Yeah. He has the luxury of dropping whenever he wants because his money's always good. I'm gonna tell you a secret. I've never heard of Party Next Door. Party, I, I have. Party's a very talented guy, but like everybody says, it's almost like. And I'm glad Travis ain't get caught in this. Giving so much of yourselves to somebody else mm-hmm. that when it's your turn to drop, it ain't all of that. Yeah. They say Ty Dolla Sign does that a lot. Sure. Give so much of his sauce away. We don't bring that name up in this house. Why not? Because I went to a, a Big Crit show at the Fillmore, and um, Saha was the opener. That's what I bought tickets for. See Saha, right? Now, a couple weeks before the show, I see these niggas doing interviews with Todd Dollar Sign, and they talking about they done joined tours. So not only am I now seeing Crit and Sai High, I'm now gonna see Todd Dollar Sign, right? I didn't buy tickets to Todd Dollar Sign, and I'm not a Todd Dollar Sign fan, you dig? So Sai High comes on first. He only got like 20 minutes, which was cool. I expected that, you dig? What I didn't know was that Ty Dollar Sign was next, and Ty Dollar Sign was going for about an hour and a half, bro. Yo, I can see that. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> you it's like, yo, and I'm a fan of his. It's like, but the so, thing is, album wise, yo, after oh his first God. one, like the first joint he put out, it's called Free TC. Mm. Like when I say that album, the whole concept behind it, 
everything. It's about his brother who's locked up for doing something that he ain't do. Yeah, I'm familiar. Like, but and I'm like that album is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But every like at, after that, it was like damn, Ty, you're giving so much of that sauce to everybody else mm-hmm. that when you come when it come back to you, you ain't put you know like you putting that same effort in. And I get it, it's a money thing. Yeah. Like, but on that first one, he got joint with Babyface. Man, like, fuck him and Babyface. Like, I really wise, don't like this nigga now. Like R and B wise. That's a joint. And it's just Babyface playing the guitar and him singing over it. Like, and then Babyface Yo, doing backgrounds. Like the corniest shit <laughs> But on the R&B tip, like. What the, I don't listen to uh, male R&B. Yeah. <laughs> so you listen to Summer Walker's album? I was, nah, yo. I was talking um, to someone like, I guess I never listen to R&B because I don't understand what kind of mind state you, know, you would have to be in? I'm gonna tell you to what the mindset is. Like male R&B, I figured it out. I figured it out the other night. Yeah. Like it's side nigga music. Like well, that too. Like when like, I listen to it, like I listen to, 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 to Chicks Take Five the other day. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is the story of a side nigga, yo. Yeah. Like I if I if I was out here smashing dudes, girls, and wives, I could ride around playing this all day. He like I I could and see, I'm not doing that. And exactly. I would be upset if somebody was doing that to me. Right. So I don't condone in that. So I'm like, like, I'm like, when I, when I, I was like, yo, and I was listening, I was like, I might not really be able to, I'm like, it's a cool little joint, but yeah. I might not be able to listen to this too much because, like, he's the type of dude that you like, somebody needs to shoot him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Something. Fuck all that noise, son. That's why I don't yeah. listen to Trey Song. Wow, that's niggas, yo. Yeah. So yeah, we are in the greens that um, Lizzo can get the fuck out of here now. Not a fact. <clears throat> I can't, like I said, it's not even that. Got nothing wrong with her, but had a nice run, shorty. Yo, did you hear they doing a um, Spotify award? Spotify yeah. awards, yeah. But it's like based off of like streams and stuff. Yeah, how is that gonna work? I guess so, they just going off of. Are they going off of who got the most streams on Spotify? I don't know. They talking about the, case, the shit is supposed to be in uh, Mexico City. Drake gonna win everything. He got all like he hold all of the streams. I mean, if it was the Apple Awards, maybe. But I know they said on Spotify he broke a lot of the records too. Your plays, patterns, and habits will help determine the award categories, finalists, and winners for the Spotify Awards by providing a true reflection of what fans are listening to. You can get excited for an award ceremony that usually speaks to what the people are streaming. Whatever the fuck that means. March 22nd, Mexico City, Mexico. Do you think that's safe? <laughs> Be in Mexico? Yeah. All them people with money in Mexico? I don't uh, think niggas is attending that show. Are you going, like, is it on a resort? Like, cause that's the one streaming giant has partnered with T- Turner Latin America Division to broadcast the awards live to all Spanish-speaking countries in the region that have access to TNT. Like, the type of things that, like, what I always hear about, like, the third world country type stuff, like, where they, it's almost like, if you're on a resort, mm-hmm. stay on the resort. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, if they're going to be on, like, some resort, mm-hmm. then fine, but mm-hmm. if, like, you know how, I can say, like, if you're going to have rappers there, like, I know me, that's the reason, I'm like, yo, don't, don't take me to a third world country and tell me not to leave the resort, because I'm the type of, Take me, take me where the niggas at. Yeah, what if I, what if I want a bag of Doritos and they don't I, have? I might, I might need it's certain things I want to go be around and I need to see while I'm here, just so I can be like, yo, yeah. When I was here, I was, I, I went into that like so. 
Like my cousin, she has oh, a house shit. in Jamaica, so when she goes, yeah. it ain't like going. She don't gotta go and be on the resort. She's like I got a house down here, I got family down here, I know yeah, people yeah. down here. So. I feel you, bro. Yo, this is the last thing. Then we gonna get the fuck out of here, yo. I found the bank and uh, Mike Dean shit, right? Stay beefing. All right, so apparently, Bank is mad at Mike Dean because he's saying he produced Devil in a New Dress, and Mike Dean is saying it was a collaboration. I know Bank did the. I want to say Bank did like the, the the sampling and the drums. He said, "Why these people insist on leaving me out of my own shit?" It's plain disrespectful with exclamation marks in that game. But now that you say that, on the album version with Ross, that guitar solo definitely, I could definitely say that's Mike Day. This whole section is based off of what the fuck was already there, motherfucker. <laughs> and, I, and I feel I feel him, but that guitar sound. Yo, you like, got mad exclamation points, yo. That guitar, like that guitar solo that comes yeah. on right before okay. Ross. Okay, that's, that's, I got something for that. You were merely a fucking musician on this shit. <laughs> Plus, I didn't put you on the record. You forced yourself in the mix, exclamation point. I don't need you or Ye to finish none of my shit. Fuck out of here, Lane. And that's the this thing nigga. about it, yo. You got to know... Everybody should know, like, yo, if you send a beat to Ye, yeah. that beat might not come out sounding like what you sent him. Yeah. Like, that's part of working with Ye. Yeah. Like, what song was it on uh, Life of Pablo? The joint Facts, where he was uh, dissing Nike. You ever heard that? I've heard it, but I don't retain but it. But the thing least. is, on the ad, like the original version, mm-hmm. uh, Metro mm-hmm. and Southside. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? That's another producer that don't get his props. Like Southside, Southside yeah. kind of like you got. I didn't know that's who was banging Young Miami. Yeah, Southside came up with Lex and Walker. Yeah, that's you yeah, eight oh eight mafia, right? Right, mm. but the original version of Facts is Southside and Metro. Mm-hmm. Crazy joint. Okay, I guess something happened on the back end with the album and the the, the paperwork because mm-hmm. it's a dude named Charlie Heat. Mm-hmm. Charlie Heat makes some hard beats. But Charlie Heat's version of Facts is nowhere as raw as that Metro on Southside. Yeah, Because you could tell it's just like he had the acapella mm-hmm. and built a beat around it. Yeah. Like, you could tell Ye wrote that joint for that original beat. But um, And like, then Mike Dean was trying to give him proper and everything. He's like, Bank, you definitely killed the beat. Get out of here. I see you mentioned a lot, but I did take it to another dimension with the switch up. And then Bank is like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> yo, but that... And you know no why? Excuse. You know why they beefing over that? Because they just said that's like the greatest album of the past ten years. So, right? bro, all right, just be happy to be on it. Like, if you wasn't already getting acknowledged for the yo, this shit is like hella. Pages, but Mike, that's bro. the thing about Mike. If Dean. you wasn't already getting acknowledged for the shit, why are you just bringing it up now? Like, son, you should have been on that fucking. Uh, Mike Dean was in the book, man. Yeah, because I had I bought that CD. I went to the store and bought because you got the poster with all of the different pictures. Yeah. That he was putting out, like with the Good Friday and all of that, mm. he got all of them pictures. I was like, that's the thing. That's one of the only reasons I got titles because you can see the credits. Yeah, you can go on title and see who like produced it, who yeah. mixed it. You do that shit on Spotify. Can't you? Like, I don't yeah. be on it. Like I know you can't do it on Apple. That's just trash. Yeah, like, I got that. Apple free for six months with my um Verizon account. Yeah, but fuck that shit. Man. That shit like I use it because it's free. But like, that was one of my things back in the day. So like. I don't see why producers and all of that, they beef over that. If, as long as everybody, it's like, now we in that area, as long as everybody get paid off of it, mm-hmm. as long as you getting your money, 
what you mad about? Like, I get it. Yeah, some yeah. dudes want the credit, like, because the credit, it solidifies you a little bit more sometimes. Like, nah, I did that one for him. Yeah. Like, but, because yeah, me, I could care. Like, oh, if I did a joint, mm-hmm. as long as my name is on them credits and I'm getting paid, care if y'all say I did it. I don't even care we about all, the credit. We like, all know I did it. Yeah. I'll like, take that money though. I don't understand, bro. Anything else you want to talk about? Nah, man. Anything else you got? about sums it up. What you say? You got anything else? Nah, y'all ran down a whole list. Y'all had like five joints on my head. Hit them shits. Noise. You ain't even people You feel me? But yeah, this is the um, first official episode.